1: I was like oh, I think we something else. And you said you went hello, and I was like, "Shit, fuck, hello, hello!" Back like that straight was really in. Like
2: I haven't seen you in ages. Hello, that was. But so, I, saw you I really last, enjoyed that. Saw you saw me last week. You saw me last week, and you, you, we saw each other at the beginning of this conversation, which took place obviously a few minutes before we're talking now.
1: Yeah. So uh, sorry, everyone. No, so, somehow I, I, I still managed to. Um, Muster up a big old Haven't seen you in ages Hello! I feel very loved now by that film It's really Uh, good Oh, uh, um, by the way, hello This is We Heart Worry Yes, the comedy podcast that talks about worries Mm -hmm. I'm Yasmin Akram I'm Philippa Dunn And it's a Monday morning (laughs) Yeah It's a beautiful sunny day Listen Yeah
2: But it's also a Monday morning And I don't know about you, Phil But everything feels like an attack (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah yeah, just, no, yeah, yes. just try, just trying to maneuver myself around my bedroom, mm. get myself into a shower. Mm. You know, this
1: it like it was like it was all too much. Mm. Like we haven't worked regular hours for yeah. years. No. Yet no. there's still something about the Monday morning, especially now we're we're just out of September, but a Monday morning in September I still I still wake up with the feeling of oh, oh, oh. S- school. School. I'm supposed to be somewhere. I'm meant to be doing something. Somebody wants me for something. I surely can't be just left to my own devices, just walking around. Yeah. It's a Wednesday. Do I not, do I not have somewhere to be?
2: Yeah. Answer, no. No. No, unfortunately,
1: no one
3: wants
1: to. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's interested in what Anthony you're at at the moment. (laughs) That, that discomfort of just wafting around as an adult without somebody to tell you.
2: I know. You sit
1: there and shut up or whatever it might be. But I always remember when I, I, forgive me if I've told this story before, I don't think I have on the
2: podcast anyway, where I was in school when I was a child, about seven or eight. (laughs) They made me go. It was compulsory at that point in history. And I remember looking out the window, it was about midday and there was a man walking down the street and I thought to myself, it's Wednesday, it's midday. This man is not at work. Whatever Is going on in in his life. I want a piece of it. This is how I want to be living my life when I'm old. Mm. I want to be out on a Wednesday afternoon, midday, no job in sight. I I was like, I committed myself then and there to
1: an irregular job. Do you reckon he was an actor?
2: No, it was Draude in the (laughs) 1980s. I don't think, 1990s. I don't think that he. um, Could have been Johnny Logan. (laughs) From uh, Eurovision (laughs) fame. Did he live in Drahada? I don't know. Phil Why if he I did. That? It's the birthplace of Pierce Brosnan. I don't think it was It could Pierce be him Brosnan. back on a visit. Just walking around. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't listen. I don't want to assume anything that was going on in this man's man's life. Mm. Maybe he was on his way to work and he just again didn't work a, a nine to five, or maybe he was on he was gainfully unemployed at the time. Yeah. Or he could have booked that day
1: off weeks in advance.
2: Yeah, it was me—the the mind of a child looking out the window, going, "He's free. He's not stuck in school yeah. here, listening to this shit, t-
1: telling him what to do.
2: Exactly. He's not being taught about Jesus. No. Could have
1: been self-employed.
2: Could have been self-employed. Yeah. I seem to be. Ten- I I uh, was speaking about Jesus last week on the podcast. Now I've brought him up again. He seems to be on my mind. Um, mm. but I'll sidestep it, Phil, because you're still worrying about. I'm still kind of worrying about if we said that something bad. Oh, yes, because cause we said that Jesus uh, had to go across town for a
1: brunch. <laughs> for a brunch. And I thought, oh, people might be somebody upset. Might be that offend-
2: it, I think if somebody who really, listen, we were both, bro- bro- both of us were re- reared Catholic. So we know the deal when it comes to the old uh, Jesus and um, Mary and God and all that kind of stuff. We'd
1: have a rough, a rough pencil
2: drawing idea we- if someone is super into Jesus and I, and I dig them for it, you know, I was in the Legion of Mary as well, uh, which was a Saturday place that you went what? to and talked about Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and I, me and my friend used to go there on a Saturday afternoon. There was a nun. Um, She would give us chocolate that was covered like in a white film. So it'd be it's gone off. <laughs> it's gone off. Or it's from well, We, we ate it. We ate it. And, and you um, would, yeah. It was the 80s. And we'd sit there and talk about Jesus. Mm hmm. I remember Just two ye Just <laughs> No there was the like three. another There was an older girl And then I think a younger girl So there was about There was only about four of us In the Legion oh. of Mary but we went and we talk about Jesus and God In brackets And God And um, there was a raffle one time And I remember Winning a Child of Prague statue Do you remember Child of Prague? <gasps> oh and, Well yes I do I was fucking made up And I brought it home to my mother And I was like Look at this shit It's a fucking Child of Prague ma'am. Did you get any costumes
1: for him? Any rig outs? No. No, it's just like a de- like a delf statue. Oh, he came with his um his gesture already uh, infused Clothed. onto him.
2: Yeah. 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 And I never I never like put him into a Barbie situation. Do You know when you're a kid and sometimes you'd have another figurine or something and oh, you go, "Oh, I'll bring this into the Barbie world."
1: It wasn't even Barbie. It wasn't even Barbie adjacent. It was no. some other it was an ET, <laughs> doll or it was a something else. I yeah, had all, all the, of them. Yeah. Yeah, my brothers, action in. men all sequestered oh, they, in. Do
2: yeah. they go on dates
1: with Barbie or anything like that? Oh yeah, because I Do was always was in a- they all had Johnny had fatigues to wear. You know, army garb. <laughs> it's kind of like oh, I'd just love an LV neck jumper for this guy, or maybe or a, a nice blazer. Um, yeah, nice old blazer because <laughs> they're going to a restaurant. You can't be wearing this army we rig out to the restaurant, lack. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that's the thing. So you, yeah, I was always looking for Barbie partners because my mom never bought me a Ken. I think mm. she bought my sister a cool shave Ken once. Um, cool shave. Yeah, I think he came with a um, what do you call it, like a goatee. Oh. <laughs> but we only had the one Ken, and then I think he was like disposed of. The body was disposed of, and so you'd always be looking for pals for Barbie, or like, yeah, mm. as you're saying, like prospective dates. But I never brought the child to Prague into that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, no. like
2: Well first of all he was a child so you're not going to send him on a date with Barbie and second yes. of all
1: he was a re- religious figurine. Yeah you kind of keep him outside of the whole Barbie thing and it'd be a bit weird that he would probably I'm guessing he's a child but I'm guessing he'd probably be one and a half times bigger than Barbie herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a he was a large statue. Um yeah. But the reason I'm
2: saying all that, Phyllis, to just say if someone is big into Jesus, I'm gonna say, like, I get that. But mm. also, like, just don't be offended because I can't. And I and also I just won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Monday morning. It's a Monday morning. And I can't I can't deal with other people at all. Apart no, from can't. you, obviously. Um Thank you. So um this is kind I'll go for it. <clears throat> Sorry, I should have said clear my throat. That was very much like um, somebody in a in a film, you know. That was like
1: <clears throat> when you're trying to like, <laughs> oh like um down on the script be written the word would be ahem, <clears throat> <laughs> or uh, a person grabs Leonardo DiCaprio's attention. <clears throat> Uh Um, Leo. (laughs) That would
2: be my only line as well. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, Yeah. Thanks for for that. Bye. It's a a speaking part. It's a speaking part. Don't look at Leonardo DiCaprio in the eyes. No. Look at him if I want, is what I'd say. Look at him if I want. Look at him if I I want. Thanks very much. Mm. Uh, I feel like we've gone off into the the read slightly. So I'll bring us back and say, um, should we get on with the worries of the the week? (laughs) Yeah. I think, are you first? I think I'm first. I think I'm first. I think I'm first. I know I'm first, Phil.
3: I know well, I am and it. I'm
1: confident with it. We don't um, have to stick to that. If you prefer to go second, that's fine.
2: I'm going to go first. I'm going to okay. grab this bull by the horns. Um, I've noticed as well that my worries of recent are not like, you know, boom, here's the worry. It's like all through the houses and around in the back again. It's like, mm. I've realised something that I realised was a worry and this is... So I'm going to do one of those.
1: Hmm.
2: It's going to be hard to summarise in the little
1: blurb. Is it, <laughs> yeah. So apologies in advance. Sorry um, for that. Is it like the power of hindsight? The power of hindsight? Yes,
2: Philippe. Because, okay. right. So let's take it back a bit. I have always had a very um, uh, active imagination, right? Mm. Have to have had for... Being a writer and all a that creative. kind of stuff. yeah, A creative. And I've always loved that about myself. Mm. Um, and but, but during lockdown in particular, I noticed that I was going into daydreaming. I'm a big daydreamer anyway. But usually yes. I reserve my daydreams for the bus or, you know, something like when I'm just doing something, traveling, usually when I have my daydreams. Mm. But when we went into lockdown, I started to daydream an awful lot. And I think obviously what it was to it was I was trying to to get through lockdown and I was on my own and it was, you know, hard to be on your own for a very long time. Now, mm. forgive me because I, I know when people are talking about lockdown, they're talking about, oh, I was alone, da 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 da. First of all, hyper aware that people lost their loved ones, people's mm-hmm. lives were lost. Also that people's jobs were lost and they were in huge financial um financially bad situations. So I'm Mm. really appreciative of that. So Mm. again, I'm always going, Oh, again, I worry, does this Mm. sound compared Mm. to that? Mm. But I'll continue because I think it might help other people. So I was going into this pattern of daydreaming and I was kind of saying to myself after lockdown, after the first lockdown, like, okay, I've done all my daydreaming. That was really nice. Like, how do I kind of come back into my real life a bit more and stop going off into the daydreams. Cause I realized what was happening was anytime I felt any level of discomfort or anything like that, I'd go into a daydream and it was oh. starting to happen. Like I, I would be watching something on the television and then I'd start to speak out loud as if I was in a, a this is how bad it got. I was talking oh. to people in this kind of, I knew I was in my house. It wasn't like I could picture people. It wasn't a halluc- hallucination, but mm. it was like, I would flip. For back and forth from daydream to real life. But it would be more often than not, I I tend to go into the daydream. To cut mm-hmm. a very long story short, it's just very recently that I figured out that I had been for ages and ages going, oh, I just don't think I like being in the present moment. You know, I've read my Eckhart Tolle books. I've read Michael Singer, who did the the surrender experiment. He also kind of talks about when your bad feelings come up, because what would happen was the the I'd stop daydreaming and then this immense amount of like either anger or sadness or something would kind of bubble up within me. And I go, oh, that doesn't feel incredibly mm. nice. Mm. And then I would feel it because I've read all those books and I know what to do. And then I would feel a sense of like boredom with my life and just like, oh, nothing's happening. Nothing's going anywhere. Mm. But anyway, it took me until like the other day to realize that there were certain things in my life. It wasn't that I was bored about with being in the present moment. There were certain things in my life, certain situations I was in that I just didn't want to look at. That became really obvious over lockdown that those situations weren't working for me. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Some with, you know, people, some with work, that kind of thing. But it was like lockdown. And I'm sure other people felt this as well. well. I don't know if you felt it, Phil, but it was like it, it it kind of made certain things undeniable. And what I did was denied the undeniable by going, oh, I'm just going to go off into my head. This feels easier. This feels nicer in here. I can make mm. up all of these like, you know, wonderful things that are going to happen to me one day. Mm-hmm. And now in the past couple of days of just going, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going off because this was the thing as well. A couple of days ago, I woke up and and said to myself, here we are at the end of the year. And I don't feel like I've been present this entire year. I don't think that I've been in my life as much as I would like to have been. I Mm. can meet people for coffee. I can go to work or whatever, but I'm always somewhere else in my mind. And I just thought, do I want to spend my life like this? Do Mm. I want to spend another 10 years of just going in and out of these mad daydreams? Or do I want to live my fucking life, even mm-hmm. if it isn't as exciting as the places I go to in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I was like, I'm going to fight for my shitty reality and just go <laughs> on this like mental diet of just going, no, I'm not thinking about that. I'm Whatever it is, come up. If it's, if I'm bored, I'm fucking bored. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. And then it was like my beautiful, brilliant mind went, do you not see this? you not see what this is this is this isn't working yes this is not working and i was going oh, oh my god this is not working and then i allowed myself to feel the anger i allowed myself to feel the sadness or whatever it is and and i'm i'm still in a lot of it but i just thought god isn't that weird it's like i know that we talk about a lot obviously we 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 identify the worry you know <laughs> what i mean like we know oh fear of flying fear of statues sorry phil um <laughs> But then I just went, oh, this this worry was so there and and so didn't want to be felt and so didn't want to be recognized that I did a very, very clever thing. My beautiful subconscious mind did a very clever thing of going, let's just go over here. Oh, look at this over here. Yes, this is just a bunch of nonsense and a bunch of pictures and, you know, images in your head that's going to make you feel better. Because if you look at this, oh, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt you a little bit. And and again, it it's one of my friends and I were talking about it this morning. we were saying it's a bit like when you don't feel your feelings. It feels like the big bad wolf is at your door because they're there and it's outside and it's like if I let that in, it's so scary to me. It's gonna it's gonna kill me. It's gonna you know, um mm. if I'm a I'm a, I'm a pig, obviously in this scenario, <laughs> I'm a pig,
1: right? There's but a big what kind bad of house wolf. are you living in? Is it a house of sticks, it, of bricks, it, it, or straw?
2: It's. I think it's the house of um, bricks because the what, big bad wolf cannot get in, right? Okay. Don't know what have ha- I don't know what have happened to my mm. brothers, uh, brothers or slash sisters. I don't know where they're gone. Mm. But I'm in the in the house of bricks. The big bad wolf is at the door, and I'm like, oh my god, he's ferocious. Mm. He's already had my brothers and my
1: sisters. And is um, the terror coming from the fact that you know that it's outside and it's trying to get in? Yes, and yeah, and it's or like it if the, I is the wolf the scary thing. Or I don't know. Or is it the same thing? Sorry, I no, no. I I know what you mean. It's
2: it's yes. It's both. It's like the the he's scary in himself, but like the promise of what he might bring. It's the unknown. It's oh god. It's it's he, he becomes this. He's not only the wolf. It's like everything around him. All of the air around him is scary.
3: Mm. And then
2: what I've realized is when you when you open the door and you let the big bad wolf in, he's usually kind of a puppy. <laughs> It's just a little It puppy. wasn't a wolf at all. It wasn't a wolf at all. It was a puppy. Yeah. And, and so it's just, so yeah, I think, again, if that's helpful for somebody who finds themselves, I think it, the term is maladaptive, day, daydreaming. Um, yeah, If I you see. find yourself going, I'm daydreaming all the time or I don't really want to be in my life, then, and again, I've, I've said this a million times I've got a really nice life full of lovely people who care about me. I'm very blessed. And at midday on a Wednesday, I am usually free. That dream came true for me, Phil. <laughs> yeah. <sure laughs> I live my dreams. biggest dreams. Yeah. Um, but it's it, but I think it was something that I um, obviously did when I was a kid, you mm. know, and I think a lot of kids do it. And I, as I said, it's part of my job is to be be, be in that imagination and to think of ideas and to think of, you, you know, plots and all of that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, But it just was interesting that I was going, oh, I've, I, I'm, I'm actually so good at doing this and find this so easy to do that now I'm in a situation where I'm not really part of my life anymore. I'm just in this weird hinterland. Do you
1: think, do you think you've actually, you've spent... Basically, the soap opera that you created mm. as a distraction is a mm. uh, kind of semi-real. Yes, because you've, way- you've invested so much in it.
2: Yes. Do you remember? Do you remember? I think it was Falcon Crest. I can't, It was like there was a t- there was a an American uh, like soap opera that was on. They showed an Irish television, mm. and at the beginning, the music was. Dun, dun, dun. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And the people walked down a staircase. That was the beginning. Everybody walked down the staircase and it would be like, Philippa Dunn as Marjorie as- St. Clair. Oh, yeah. And, and then you would stop and you kind of like move your shoulders, you mm. know, and then you go down the, the stairs.
1: A, and give a sideways glance and then move on again.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, I, I basically was living in my own version of a, a falcon crest type situation. I came down that stair. Case like,
1: I think I used to get Falcon Crest perpetually confused with Dynasty.
2: Yeah, they were similar. I think they might have even been from the same stable, the oh. Aaron Spelling School of um, ah, TV. TV. I don't know if that's right, but I I know there was either Santa Barbara. Oh, I used to watch
1: that. <laughs> What was the deal with
0: Santa Barbara?
1: I don't know, but I loved it when I was about eight or nine. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I thought it was class. Was I it, thought it, thought it was how, more? Uh No, I think these were kind of more everyday people. But like, I just—it was basically like I just thought that this was like real life. This, oh, this is how this is what grown ups do. This is how grown ups live their lives. What grown ups right. wear. And then um, it was just basically a live action of one of my Barbie games just constant right not featuring the child of Prague in that either no right plenty of Ken's though with you know <laughs> appropriate attire not a single army uniform in sight <laughs> you know uh, if you're going to the right. restaurant you're wearing a, a shirt and a pair of slacks <laughs> that sounds
2: like something that you'd say if you went to a party and there's there's loads of um, handsome men there you go
1: oh plenty of Ken's <laughs> Well, that was actually kind of more partial to a Paul. Oh, um, Yeah, Cindy's, Cindy's boyfriend. Cindy's boy. Yeah, Paul. What was the deal with Paul? I never, oh, I, never I, heard of Paul. I never heard from him. The Paul that I had, he, I think he just, <laughs> I wonder if this is, why, is this why I chose him off the shelf. He only came with a pair um, of like uh, uh, Bermuda shorts. Right. I think he was like Beach Paul or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Still so that, was ago. that
2: appropriate attire for a, a restaurant outing.
1: No. No.
2: no. But better better in your mind than go, coming in his work gear.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Plus you could you know, you, you could have a day off in your in your in your Bermuda shorts. You couldn't have a day off in your fatigues, your army you'd fatigues. it would probably be too warm, wouldn't it? Your camouflage, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you um, don't want to be going out to a barbecue in your flash. No, with the helmet under your arm.
3: Yeah.
2: I wonder if anybody boots. in the army ever calls it Flash. I don't know. Like, Jerry, have you seen my Flash? <laughs> I have
1: to go out. Oh, I'm having a total mare. I can't find my Flash. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what you were, di- what, pure escapism. Yeah. Yes. When does, that, when does that become harmful though? I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you can get to the point where it's like, look, you need to, ground yourself and come back to the real world Mm. but like a bit of escapism now again listen I love it it. yeah it can be a lot of fun it does it gets the old um, imagination muscle flexed and imagination is terribly important in our line of work I'm trying to find I'm trying I'm looking for the positives here now no no I'm not saying it's a negative thing I'm just like I'm just wondering why we do I think we definitely do it for a reason and it's obviously if it was lockdown down you're feeling awfully out of your comfort zone. Um, I'm not surprised one bit that you did a bit of our escapism.
2: Yes, because my friend did say to me this morning as well that um, because she was kind of in a similar situation and she said we had to, like we did that because that's what was going on and we have to have compassion for ourselves. And I Mm. think she's dead right because again, there was so, there was such few things that we could all do. I know... I was overeating at the time as well. And I know that some people have said to me, oh God, I drank too much or whatever. So we were all using coping skills to get through it. And I think all that happened was maybe I got into the habit of double downing on my coping mechanism and then didn't kind of come out the other side. Because I I also felt as well, even though I've been working and going out and, you know, um, like traveling for work in a responsible way, Mm -hmm. I still felt like I was in... The lockdown, like my brain just felt like it hadn't moved on, that I felt a bit stuck. And I think it was because I was using that coping me- mechanism. So I felt like I wasn't really moving on, if that makes any sense, because okay. I kept disengaging from my real life and going, I'm just going to go back into. So, like, I-, I would say to myself at the beginning of lockdown, Oh my God, if I- am I ever going to be in a plane again? You know? Mm. I mean, you know how much I love yeah. that. But I was just going, uh, like, like <sighs> just, or any kind of like, Oh God, like, go. When will I get back to Ireland? Yeah.
1: Will this ever happen again? Will I see these people ever again? Will I ever go to a a bloody, another, will I ever go to a cafe again? Mm. Like you're very socially understimulated at the time. Yes. And you were doing like find a happy place. Yes. And you got very adept at it Mm. and you enjoyed it, I'd say. Mm. And then, yeah, if you go back into the, like coming back into the real world, it's, it's, it's an adjustment. I think we're all kind of like adjusting in our own way. And like, I know myself, I go, what's wrong with you? Why, why can't you just, you know, leave the, leave the house and get on the bus? It's not a weird thing. And I'm like, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't do it for nearly two years. So yeah. just give me five minutes while I just get back to it, getting used to this kind of, you know, this is, and the pace of life and stuff like that. And so I think, I think, man, yeah, maybe we've, we've created behaviours that became our norm Mm. maybe they're not compatible with everyday life as it's uh, going back to the new normal or whatever you call it yes and we're just uh, kind of trying to figure out where those thoughts and behaviors go while we're readjusting ourselves I'm Scott Hancock, and I host From Queer to Eternity, a new podcast exploring what it means to be queer, where we have conversations like this.
2: I look at younger generations and go, you can just Google this stuff.
1: The fact that the only mention of queerness was don't get AIDS. If
0: I'd been marrying a girl, that would not have happened.
1: Maybe we can find a a universality that that we weren't aware of before. That's why this podcast is so great, because actually, I guess we just don't think to speak of this stuff, and yet it's part of our fabric
2: Obviously, there's nothing wrong with daydreaming. It's absolutely fine. I think it is, like, like you say, it's like when I came out of it and went back into the when I was being stimulated again mm-hmm. by <laughs> by external situations. It w- was I didn't make the adjustment of okay, I'm now I'm back and I don't need to use this thing. Yes, and and also it became. I think I leaned on it so much that it became more fun to be in the like I felt more experiences of joy. Mm. In my imagination. That I was actually. Oh, and it was so. So that my emotions were bigger. And they felt more profound. or more intense. And mm. so. Then being part of my life. My regular life. Like even the. It was. I think I'd, I noticed now. And looking back. It dulled me. some really amazing life experiences that actually went on. So like my niece was born a couple of months ago, about three months ago. And you know, she's my only niece and I only have one sister. And um, oh my God, like this kid is just the most beautiful thing. But on the day she was born, I was with my friends and we uh, were having a coffee and we started getting into an intense conversation. And then I looked down at my phone and the picture was that, you know, she's here. You know, and I remember being like, oh, my God. And I was so overcome. And even when I held her for the first time, I, you know, had a big old cry and all that stuff. But again, it wasn't as intense as the feelings and emotions I was getting in these daydreams. Mm. And so I was just going again. Yeah, because my daydreams are being completely orchestrated by me. And it's like I'm picking out all of the things that I want. It's like going into a sweet shop and only picking out the things that you want to Mm. experience. Whereas in reality, you know, while I'm holding my brand new niece My sister is also like going, oh, I'm jaded. Can you order me some food? Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not ever, it's, yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense, but. um, Yeah, you were struck by the mundanity. Yeah, it's like life is beautiful and it's amazing. And sometimes it can be the most awesome experience ever. But there's a very light, like, um, scattering like hundreds and thousands on top of a cake of boredom or just mm. m- m- fine or, or whatever. Or disappointment. Um, or disappointment or whatever yeah. it might be. So yeah, that's what I, but I'm just going, I, I I want that. I want that more than I want to, to live
1: a life like Walter Mitty. Don't want to be Walter Mitty. Well, the daydreams, I mean, they're always so much more heightened and yeah. they are like, they run like a movie, like a drama mm. and they're going to be very dramatic very intense. I don't, just don't think life really day to day mm. is ever going to play like a movie. No, no, it's not meant to. No. And, and I think a lot of people go through life going, but I was expecting this and I was expecting like fireworks and I was like, like beckoning, but Yeah. I was going like, well like, but like real life is real life, do you know? I know. I'm well, not saying real I... life is shit, but I'm just saying I think, I think movies and stuff have spoilt us in a way.
2: Yes, I think you're right. But also I think there's something about when you put something on a pedestal, like if it's a job or a person or whatever, and you say, if I got that, then there would be the fireworks. And It's mm. like putting too much pressure on that job or that person or whatever it is. It's just like you have to understand that whatever is going to come into your life is going to feel very normal to you after an experience of a couple of weeks or even maybe mm. even a couple of hours. Totally. I, like I always remember... um, th- th- so I, and you'll get this, Phil, as an actor, it's like when when you're an out of work actor, all you do is think if I had a job, I'd feel so much better. I'd just be mm. so, I'd f- everything would be better. Everything in my life would be better. Mm. And I remember I was working in all, an awful lot and I wasn't feeling very good. I was feeling very, very down. And I was going, I don't think this is it. I don't think mm. working is the thing that's going to make me happy. And so I wanted this job, right? And mm. I was going, I really, really want to get this job. If I get it, I'm going to see how long. I, I know I've talked to this. Oh, I don't know if I've yeah. said this before on the po- podcast. I don't know what my, my <clears throat> mind is doing to me today. So I was like, I'm going to time how long, how how long I feel excited and happy if I get this job. So I get the call. I've got the job. 25 minutes of happiness. This is it. 25 minutes of happiness, Phil.
1: Yeah, but I, th- I think that story really sums up just how we think a lot of the time, which is mm. that, you know, you keep delaying your happiness and your satisfaction for that time when. Yeah. I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when. um, And it comes. Yeah. And, and it's 25 fucking minutes. Yeah. And you still don't allow yourself or you just don't know how to be happy about it because...
2: But also, it, yeah. then then it's like, it's part of your... So if you're happy, you go, oh God, that's great. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of myself. I can't wait to do it. And then you text a couple of friends or you say to the people around you, oh, I've got this job, whatever. Hmm. That's now done. Then you're sitting there in the glow of, oh, I got it. Then there's nothing, there's nowhere else <laughs> to go after that. Everything's done. Everybody knows, you know, and now it's on to, well, now I have to get up at five o'clock in the morning and go and do that <laughs> job. Yeah. So, okay, now that then it becomes part of your real life. And now suddenly the glamour of it has decreased by about 90%. And it is about, I've got to learn my lines. I've got to get up at five o'clock in the morning. I hope I don't have a spot that day. If I do have a spot, they'll just have to deal with it. I can't do anything about Yes, I have now got four spots on my chin. Do you know
1: it it becomes that? <laughs> is it just an argument for, look at things in your head are always way better than they are in real life. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, you can make
2: that choice and decide to live in your head. Like there's nothing wrong with it, but you're just not going to experience your real life, and that would be quite a shame. Because again, it's like the 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 like I'm not going to like like I would oh there's a there's a an airplane overhead. I don't know if you oh. can hear that.
1: Don't worry, I've got like about four emails since we started recording that I'm sure you could hear them binging.
2: So, I never heard I never heard one thing.
1: Okay. Um, but
2: yes, yeah, sorry. Um, look. I want to be present in my shitty,
1: boring life. I want it all. I want every single fucking bit of it. This is it. You see, it is possible. You know, you meet those people. I know those people who are like, they're so happy. When thing, when good things are happening, they're happy. When they're on their holidays, they're on their fucking holidays. It's like, oh, I'm delighted. I'm on my holidays. And I know that when we go on our holidays, me yeah. and you, we go, well, that's day one over. Sure, that's the end of that now. <laughs> holiday's nearly over. <laughs> Sure. What, why, why would I be excited about the next five days? Sure. I'll be going home on Saturday. Yeah. Start, start lining up your shoes going, like, this is what I'll pack first. I'm not unpacking first. because there's no point. No, I'll be going home in a week, so. Exactly. Do you know what? Yeah. Oh no, here we are on day two. Sure, it's practically over. Maybe it's just a thing of practicing, you know, everyday joy of actually being in the moment when the good stuff is happening. So you don't have to dream about it happening in the future. Mm. You don't have to reminisce about it being in the past. You go... This is happening right now and I'm delighted about it. Yes. And also being very happy in your day to day, which is, you know, I'm well. Mm -hmm. I've got everything I need. I, I, you know, I've got this on my side. I've got that on my side. I don't think I'm done with life just yet. I think there's more for me to experience. Yeah, And just, yeah, like that practice of just being constantly... You know present appreciative um what's the other word I was I was gonna I was thinking of another word there um fabulous yeah <laughs> that goes that saying um <laughs> oh look at it again it's Monday morning yeah no there's a but but
2: to add to that though Phil because I I practice gratitude every morning mm. and I am um, and I and I th- th- so this was the weird thing because I was absolutely practicing gratitude I was absolutely able to be appreciative and grateful for the life that I was in but I think for me I wasn't able to look at these things that I needed to look at that weren't working in my life and so Oh, okay. Because I was saying to myself, "Why do I feel like this? I know I have a great life. I know I'm so blessed and I'm so fortunate. Why can't I? Can I? Why can't I get out of this, this thing? And it was like because getting out of my head would mean that I would have to be present in my life. And when I was present in my life, the things that I were denying were kind of bubbling up around me. And then yeah. it wasn't until yesterday that I went, oh, "I know what it is. I know." I know I'm so sad that this is the case and now I have to kind of just move on with it. Okay. Um so yeah, so I just sorry, I'm just aware of the time as I always am. Um uh but I just wanted to say that because if there is somebody who's going I I'm I'm feeling grateful. I'm feeling like I'm st- a little bit stuck and I don't know how to like I don't know why I'm not able to kind of be present in my life and I'm I seem like I'm happy it could be because there's something that, listen, I don't know your life. I'm sorry. But there it just could be something that if you stop going into those patterns of daydreaming intensely and just allow yourself to kind of be in your life and let all the pain come, then sometimes I think what, what you're denying, because I wasn't aware that I was denying these things at all. Mm. I didn't think there were even issues. And then went, yeah, this thing isn't working out.
1: Um that sounds But like, I think like, you, had, you had a sense no, there was something lurking though.
2: It, this Maybe. is the weird thing. So obviously I don't want to say because of personal things but like mm. I had some dreams right and I like we had talked about our, my Jared Leto dream. Wasn't anything to do with Jared Leto. Leto. Um, I had some dreams and I couldn't figure out what the fuck they were about and now what I think about them they were signs of this thing but yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know.
1: Did you just give me a thumbs up on Zoom? I did not. I would give (laughs) you. Who did that? just as soon as I said that this thumbs up came up on your screen.
2: Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Maybe you're, I don't know. Is there, maybe it's a, is is there a spirit? Spirit, can you hear us?
1: Oh, don't start that. Oh, sorry, Phil. <laughs> sorry. Um, I don't want to so, start communicating with stuff. So, it's, no, no. And I'm,
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. So anyway, that um, was my worry of the week. And and yeah. Um, She's
1: very insightful, very insightful. Thanks. Very deep. If I was doing um, that, day, uh, you know, act of daydreaming to the extent of I was like having the conversation. conversations. Yeah. Now, I usually do that when I'm angry with someone. And I'll be yes. in the kitchen and I'll be yes. going through an argument in my head and I'll just, I might burst out into, would you ever shut the fuck up? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, we all do that. Yeah. But we'll leave it at that. And I, I think that's healthy because it stops me from saying it in real life to, their, to yeah, the person. To their face. Yeah, and slapping them. So I kind of try and work out the aggression at home in my own downtime. <laughs> Usually while I'm chopping vegetables or something, you know. But yeah. No, I, th- I think that's really, inter- really interesting that you would be that aware. Because I'd be doing all that rigmarole of you know role playing in my head and creating fantasy scenarios and then mm. i would just think that like oh i've got a few few minutes on my on my, on my hands i'll just uh think about something oh, terribly fun
2: but that's the thing cuz they the, so i looked it up i looked up cuz there's an actual like thing about maladaptive daydreaming and it, there's a like um so there, one of the things is if you're doing it for a few minutes You're doing it for a little while, or yeah, you're on the bus or whatever, that all makes sense. But if you're doing it more than that, or you're finding that you're losing hours of your day to being in a different. Yeah. (laughs) Then it's slightly more concerning because it's like, I suppose if you're daydreaming and you come back and you go, oh, that was a nice daydream. I had fun. And now I'm going to do whatever. Grand. But (laughs) if you're kind of, if you miss your daydream, do you know what I mean? And I think that was happening where I was missing my daydreams and going, oh, I'd rather be in that world in oh, my head
1: yeah. you know yeah yeah can imagine telling your boss the other day sorry i didn't lick all them envelopes i was just <laughs> <laughs> investing in a new episode of the daydream what's the daydream phil what is this thing i do in my head is basically you know i live in los angeles and um, i drive an open top car uh i'm awful very rich i've got great hair fabulous hairline I, I can fit into great jeans. Oh, church is amazing. And I, you know, I'm up in Beverly Hills <laughs> shopping on Rodeo Drive. <laughs> you know, uh, it's so, oh, I I would like, li- literally I would, I would go off and live in the fantasy land any day of the week if I could. Yeah. No, it's, I, I,
2: it's yeah, very attractive. Very it, attractive. It is attractive. It's just about going, look, listen, we can all dip our toe in it. We can all come down the staircase in Fal- Falcon Crest. Yeah. Slash Santa Barbara, whatever fucking one mm. it was. Um, but there's a time to come down the staircase, and there's a time to sit on your yourself and life. and finish your tax return, and finish your fucking tax return. Yeah, or unload the dishwasher. Yeah, or yeah, or get or get on Hang with out things. The wash. Just get on with things. Be mm. you know, like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna v- see my friend for coffee. That's mm. good enough. That's yeah. great. I lo- sorry, I wasn't getting emotional again. I was stifling a burp. Okay. Um. I would, mean, that's right. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so, so any, I hope that's helpful to somebody. It's been tremendously um, liberating for me. I feel like I'm back in my life, but it also feels a little bit like, you know, bored. A little <laughs> bit bored, little bit bored, but you know, when you go away for ages and you come back and your garden has overgrown and you're like, what the, f- that? Just, I feel like that's oh. what I'm coming back to. It's like my, I'm coming, stepping back into my life going, oh, I haven't been here for a while.
1: Oh God, I have a mess to yeah. clean
2: up. I have a big old mess to clean up, but, yeah. you know, we'll do it. We'll take it one step at a yeah. time. Yeah, one step at a time is correct. Which was a Johnny Logan. Th- no, that was Michael Ball.
1: No. Oh. One step at a time is correct. <laughs> I know I remember. <laughs> no, I don't, don't
2: remember that song, actually. I think it was a Eurovision one. That's why I, I'm getting ah. them confused with Johnny Logan. Eurovision. Making your mind yeah. up. That's that? that? Books Fizz. Books Fizz.
1: Yeah. Um, um, moving on, Phil. So what's your worry of the week? Ah, uh, <laughs> well, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I had this worry, I thought, oh, this is a kind of, um, this is, this is the kind of existential big stuff that Yaz worries about. I think I to- <gasps> told you about this last week. Oh we yes. And I was kind of like, oh, finally, does this mean I'm actually finally starting to worry about real things? Instead of you know my fantasy worries, which are like, oh, if I go down the shop will my house blow up, or you know have I accidentally, without me knowing, poisoned my neighbour's child with weed killer, but that or, they're all very real, it, oh, like yeah, but also kind of absolutely useless. You know, useless. <laughs> I, think so. I think they're very useful for this podcast. They're incredibly very useful. very useful. Yeah. Um. So I was going to sleep one night. And I was just kind of, mind was wandering. And then I just had this big dawning realisation that, you know, everything's going to change at some stage. Mm. You know, your parents are going to die. Mm. They won't Mm. be around, you know, you won't go home to them for Christmas, etc. That, you know, you get into certain comfort in your life where you go and you take things for granted. Mm. And you go, that'll always be like that. That'll always be like that. And that'll always be like that. And it was just kind of hit me that, no, it's not going to be like that forever. Stuff is going to change. You're going to get older. Everyone else is going to get older. Things will like dramatically alter. Not dramatically, maybe dramatically, but also it obviously it won't feel like this big accelerated bam, you're woken Mm. up and everything's changed. I'm not talking about like The Walking Dead now here or anything, but- no. It was just, but it was just that thing of like, shit, shit. Mm. And it made me feel really worried and really scared and really sad that I had taken things for granted for so long. Um, and also a sense of urgency that like, shit, I I need to, you know, I need to do more to make all the good things in my life count and appreciate them and, you know, while I have them Mm. and, you know human want of like, I never want to have regrets around and I want to really make the most of stuff. And maybe this is a, it's a whole COVID knock on, which is I spent that year and a bit being so disconnected from everyone. And so like out of, out of and away from all the things that really make you feel good about your life, like people and connections and relationships and stuff. And then it, yeah like a crashing dawning. Mm. And then in one way I was really glad that I was having a, like a such a sensible worry. Right. And that yeah. I was like, you know, it's actually, it's not, I'm not gonna say it's really good to worry about these. I like, cause I, I have such a, a poor relationship worry in general. I've like, I've hated worrying so much of my life. I've wasted so much of my life worrying. But I was kind of like, well, finally kind of a useful worry where I feel like my eyes have opened to certain things that I was maybe like tying into your thing that I was just oblivious of or mm-hmm. I was kind of not wanting to look at and carrying on as if, you know, things are always going to be a certain way. Um, And yeah, so it's kind of, it's made me think big time. And it also kind of made my head spin and kind of made me really on edge. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it was a big old, that, oh, oh fuck feeling, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Because that, yeah. That's, yeah, that's it.
2: <laughs> that's no. the, that was it. I mean, in a way, a, a a beautiful one, because at the essence of what it's about, really is about love and connection, you mm-hmm. know, about appreciating and, and realizing what's important to you and knowing that actually where you are in your life right now you feel obviously in this really amazing place of connection and love and you know and and family and togetherness. And so I think in a way it makes perfect sense to go, oh, I know I know this is not going to last forever. Mm. Oh my God, I appreciate this so much And it's almost mm. like you're kind of you're, you're you're again, oh this yeah, this is a theme, a theme of the week. you're forcing yourself to be present because the mm. more that you're present, the, the the longer life seems because mm. you, when you're in the moment of it, then the moment lasts for, because you only have now. Mm. So you're always now. And when you're always now, then it's, you're in that experience of, of a love and appreciation. it's and they're when we counting. Start, they're counting. Yes, they yeah. matter. Yeah. And I think that in a way, it's like almost like you're, because I think this is the, the, the Oh, sorry, my brain is jumping all over the place. There's an episode of Broad City. I don't know if you've ever
1: watched Broad City. It's oh, fantastic. I I'm an Egypt. No, it's, it's
2: very it's very, very funny. They do mm. this episode where the two of them are going through town. They want to make like a memory day. And mm. they're taking all these photos and all these videos and everything. And at the end of the day, they can't remember anything that's happened because <laughs> They weren't present. They were just taking photos and like, you know, kind of showing, putting everything on social media. Hmm. And I think that when you get very present and when you kind of say to yourself, oh my God, I I want to be in my life right now, as we're talking about, it's like you're giving yourself memories. You're Hmm. giving yourself those potent memories that you can come back to and relive and cherish and have forever.
1: Hmm.
2: And also, they're happening right now. It's like you're you're being so present in it, um, that it's yeah, it's kind of like encapsulating this for you, so that you always have this touchpad to go back to when you know when things do obviously inevitably change because they mm. will, um. But it's it's like you realised a beautiful thing, which is how br- how brilliant your life is at the moment. You know, mm.
1: yeah. Yeah, I do. I Like I was thinking, I was only just thinking that this morning, that. Uh, if you could really appreciate life in the moment. You know, you could make anything enjoyable. Mm. You know. Well, just the little I, things.
2: Yeah, yes. But that's it, Phil. It's like, mm. again, like having, I keep saying having a coffee with a friend. But mm. I love having a coffee with a friend. Oh, um, That is a a really brilliant thing to experience, right? Yeah. And I think sometimes, again, when you're always looking forward and you're always going, I need this other thing to make me feel happy. I need this other experience. Yeah. You're missing out on all this other stuff. And I think yeah. the great thing that where, where you are in your life at the moment is like, I'm imagining, I'm not putting words in your mouth, so you could say that this is wrong, but everything mm. feels really balanced and good. Like you're like like all of the areas that people, like Martin Short does a six areas of his life. He likes to see, go through them all and see if they're all balanced. And then he goes, oh, if I've got those things balanced, I'm living a good life. So he says, you know, family, money, career, friends. And I think that if you did all of your six areas, then you probably would go, I'm in a good place with all of those things. None of them feel out of balance or lacking. Again, I could Mm. be wrong, but I think when you're in that like every you've, you've got everything that the people are saying you should have then you're kind of left going oh here I am and I have everything and I'm supposed to feel really good but I actually now I'm going oh when is this going to end mm. Mm. because as a warrior you're hyper vigilant
1: oh yeah you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop listen sorry I'm just scratching my ear I oh, because- yeah sorry i uh, uh, Um, but I'm also, I'm also appreciative for the, um, the switch up in priorities, I think. Right. When I, I think I used to prioritize other stuff and now I just, I think I've had a bit of a switch around there and I'm enjoying my new priorities a bit better.
2: Yes. Yeah. Which is Mm. again, a, a beautiful and wonderful thing. I think it's a sign that, well, this is the thing. So it's a sign you're growing up, right? And then oh, obviously, I hope so. <laughs> obviously, as we grow, <laughs> it's a sign that we're getting older. As we get older, other people get older and then things obviously change. And so all of that is a lot of change to consider. And mm. our subconscious mind doesn't want to keep us happy. It wants to keep us safe and comfortable. So it doesn't like change. And when you introduce the idea of change, it's going to go, fuck that. I don't like it. Now you've upset me. Thanks very much. I'm going to go over here. I'm never mm. going to speak to you again. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's like, there's no one in the world who, when you introduce it, oh God, I'm, you know, people, people might die in my life or this might happen. Or that might happen. That their brain goes, and lovely, <laughs> lovely. I can't, do you know what? I'm so ready for that. Like that, No. It's it's a horrible part of the living experience, but I think it's, um, but I, like, I know that you're talking about it, but I actually see it as a, a really positive thing that what you're talking about, because I think it is about appreciation of what you have mm. while acknowledging that you don't like, it's not like you're, 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 you're supposed to feel good about that change that's going to happen. You're not supposed to feel good about it. You'd be crazy. And also the, the thumbs up just disappeared.
1: <laughs> yeah, it came, it came and went again. Yeah, it's who's
2: kind of doing do- that? Jesus. Who's doing that? It's
1: either
2: it's either Jesus
1: or or Paul
2: from oh, Sydney. Or, or Mike, our, our producer. Oh yeah, it's Mike, our producer, <laughs> just pressing all the buttons. Um, but yes, so you're not supposed to feel uh, like you love the... No, no, <laughs> it's back. Sorry. <laughs> uh,
1: also, what does it want, and why is it? Supposed- <laughs> What have I said that deserves a thumbs up? I don't think anything I ever say deserves a thumbs up. Correct. Thumbs up. <laughs> it's, it's gone again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for it to come back.
2: Um, come, back yes, so <laughs> come back now. Come back. No. 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 See, we wanted too much. That's it. We've, yeah, we've, you push we away. It. You see forget when you it. Forget about emerge, it. It'll yeah. come back. Yeah, um, yeah. So yes. Yeah. It's like, you're not supposed to feel good or happy about change. You'd be crazy if you did. Mm. but I think the underlying thing is you're recognising how how you, how much you appreciate what you have right now and isn't that a beautiful thing
1: mm-hmm. yes I'm glad I'm not at the moment I'm not living in the I'll be happy when yes at the moment I'm like I- I'll you know it's not that I'll be happy when but it's like I'd really be I'd be very happy if I learned to cultivate what I have here at the moment right now yeah or something like that I don't know I I no, but it's so.
2: Listen, there's a, there's also a thing that like there's an absolute fucking thing, um, where if you are hyper vigilant and you're always putting out all the fires, right? Mm. The moment that you are in that experience of oh everything is fine, it's like your brain goes fuck you. Am I fine? I just oh. now can't see the danger. I'm not. I'm never fine. So I can't see the danger around me. So I'm gonna start now telling you what the danger is. It's this, it's
1: that, it's the other thing. it's kind of this thing of stop going to sleep. Stop going to sleep. Stop going to sleep. (laughs) No one's ever said that to me in my life, but it's kind of like, it's what you're saying. It's like if you start to switch off and get yourself all cushy and comfortable when you're hypervigilant, that's like going to sleep and it's like you have to keep your eye on the ball at all times. That's what being vigilant it is. It's like yeah. I'm, I'm spotting danger from 50 miles away and I will tell you when it's on its way because I'll have spotted.
2: Yes. Yeah. And again, mm. it's like it's almost like you're willing something into your life because you're going, I need to have. And that doesn't mean like, you know, you're, you're asking for a flood or whatever. It's like you're just go- kind of going, what is, what is it? What is it? What is it? There's
1: a wolf at the door. There's a wolf at the door. And it's not a puppy dog. It's an actual wolf kind of a pre uh I'm kind of um uh impressed that there's there was kind of an, an accidental maybe theme. I there. know. Bond. Isn't that funny uh, slash amazing? Yeah.
2: It's great. I'm very, I'm very proud of our brains.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm very how... proud of us. Yes. Because I think, I think that
2: we're, (laughs) we're experiencing and and experimenting with different things and, and, um, being vulnerable about things. Cause I mean, do you think that there's a part of me that is more than slightly embarrassed that I am daydreaming? Yes, Philippa, there's a very big part of me, but I think if you're not like sharing things like this is very helpful to somebody, maybe somewhere. And, um, and I'm proud of us as well. I'm, I'm just proud of us. I'm proud of, I'm proud of you, but more importantly,
1: I'm proud of myself. <laughs> well, I, I'm <laughs> proud that you're proud of yourself. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, this is, this is
2: the end of this episode. Come yeah. On. I've done that. Very, very intense. Days. Not yes. used to such intensity. Especially on Monday morning. I don't know if oh. we've said it's a Monday morning, but it
1: is. Have I said it's a Monday? Tomorrow's Tuesday. I don't think we've
2: mentioned it once. I don't think we've mentioned it once. Well, if um, yesterday was Sunday. Yeah. Today is Monday. Today is a mon is yeah. a Monday. That's um, and well, everything's look. fine. It's everything's fine. That's what we want to leave. The, the The note of this episode is everything's fine. Everything's fine. If you want to email us, you can. If you want, no pressure. It's we heart No,
1: would I say no. it? Yeah, cool. go. <laughs> we heart worry at gmail.com. Oh, smooth. Well, you see. I've also fallen into that rut of um, saying the wee heart Murray, and once you get in there, you're just like, can someone just take the reins on this one, please? Can someone just, <laughs> someone just else just say it yeah. because I've said the Murray, yeah, and it's all you can think of then. So yeah,
2: and I like la- listen. I think that's a brilliant way to start around your day is thinking about Bill Murray. What a fantastic gift! I'm a fan of his work. I'm a huge fan of his work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the end <even> of sentence. <laughs> right. Listen. Okay. Listen. Okay. Well, let's just go. I think it's
1: best if we go. We and, go. Um, uh, thanks yeah. very
2: much, and okay. take care of yourselves, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Thank you. Goodbye.